Welcome back, everyone. It's me, your host and curator of all things strange and unexplained, Anthony Rossetti. And tonight, I have a special mini episode for you. Now, this week, we talked about frogging. And frogging is when someone comes in your home, lives there, and you are completely unaware of it. Well, there was one story that I did not put in that episode. You see, I had to get permission to read this story. And the user got back to me. It's something that I really wanted to share with you. So I'm going to be giving you this little mini episode, if you will. The user has titled her story how I found out someone was living in my home. So I want to send a warm thank you to Bella Bubbles and the Let's Not Meet subreddit for letting me read this story on Not Another Horror Podcast. About a year ago, for the month of June, my family went to France for four weeks and left me to tend to the house and take care of the animals. You see, my house is in an interesting location. It is an hour from the campus I go to school on and a 30-minute drive from my work and 20 minutes from the main town. My neighbors and I have a few acres in between each other and the closest house to me is a 10-minute drive. My house is surrounded by farmers' fields, military property, and then miles and miles of BLM land surrounded by mountains. Sometimes I feel like I live in the house from Courage the Cowardly Dog because of how in the middle of nowhere it is and how lots of weird stuff happens in it. If you were to Google what a two-story house looks like, this would be exactly what my house looks like, except it's a one-story. The second story where all the windows are is just ceiling space. There are lofts in my house where my landlord was going to put the second story, but never got around to it. It was like they tried to build a two-story house, but realized there was nowhere to put the stairwell. There was also a large basement and an attic. I have lived in this house for eight years and have always felt that the house had a weird layout. Next to my room, there is a huge wall that connects to the living room. But my room isn't as big as the wall, so there's just a large wall in between the living room and my room. Underneath my room is the stairs to the unfinished basement. Now that you understand the layout of my house, you'd understand why there would be a lot of bird nests on the roof. You see, the birds congregate on top of the roof during the summer because that's when the most bugs are out for them to catch. And because we feed our cat just below. My room acts like a funnel for the noise of them scratching 
on the roof and running around. About two weeks after my family left for France, the birds started their scratching noises on top of my roof. They do it every hour or so all day and all night. It is a very unsettling sound to hear at three in the morning and also annoying. Then I started to hear scratching and banking sounds coming from the wall next to me, which is why I thought we had rats in our walls. My mom, she assured me over Skype that it was probably just birds on the roof, like normal. The next few days, I keep hearing the scratching noises and the banking sounds coming from my wall. Finally, I decided that it was time to check the closets and the basements for signs of mice or rats so I could buy the proper traps. After checking the basement, I don't find any signs of mice, so I go check the hall closet, which is the only thing in between my living room and my room. It's usually locked because it's full of a bunch of yard tools and my stepdad's shotgun, my archery equipment, and a handgun. It's locked because my youngest brother could seriously injure himself. I assume that it's locked, but I still check the handle and it opens. I thought maybe my dad unlocked it before they left in case I needed a gun to protect myself. The first thing I notice when I open the closet is that all the tools are moved to the far side and a portion of the closet wall is missing. At this point, I'm freaking the frack out and I call my best friend and her dad to come over and check it out. I thought about calling the police, but since I live far from lots of things, I figured... Me discovering a hole in the wall of my closet probably wasn't enough to send them out. My best friend's dad and brother came over and used flashlights to look into the hole. They don't see anything super weird, so my friend's dad gets on his knees and gets into the hole. When he gets out, he has a look of horror on his face and tells us that he found a dirty mattress, a pair of men-sized jeans, chicken feathers, and a whole Walmart rotisserie chicken partially eaten. He calls the police and they search the whole house and find no one and nothing out of the ordinary. My friend's dad nails a slab of wood over the hole and I have all the locks changed. The creepy compartment in my closet has since been sealed up. The scary thing is that because I work during the day and leave the house a lot most of the time, the guy who lived in there could have come and gone as he pleased until night when I was home. I have eight dogs, which is the reason my family needed me to stay home. And I never heard any of them bark during the time the banging started, which means the man probably lived in my house a long time 
and my dogs just got used to them. And that was how I found out someone was living in my home by Bella Bubbles. Well, that's all I have for you tonight, guys. Now, if you like these mini episodes, I might put out a few over the next few weeks or so. There's so many interesting things that I find that I want to talk about, but just not enough information for a whole episode. But if you enjoy the mini episode format, then I'll be sure to record more and send them your way. Stay safe. Stay sane. I'll see you guys next week.